Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend. Happy weekend to the weekend warriors, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, today's a fun episode as mm-hmm. we are picking up on day three of our wonderfully made Discover Your Identity and Self-Worth devotional in the Bible app plan. There's a mm-hmm. link to that in the description of this podcast. Yeah. But we're also going to break down something that Tori posted about on her Instagram stories a few days ago, I think. I have no idea even what day it is right now sometimes, you know? I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. Well, you remember when you posted about the family plan calendar? Yes. And then everyone wanted to know where that's from? Yes, I think it was on Sunday. Yeah, so we're going to be breaking a little bit about how we plan our life Mm -hmm. um, and how we are trying to develop structure in what seems to be such a changing and evolving circumstances. Yeah, definitely like trying to find a little semblance of routine in the midst of chaos. Yeah, absolutely. So we're excited just to extend the conversation and do that. And if you're one of our patrons, we're actually going to be filming a video tomorrow and posting it over there. That way you can actually see how we fill it out and everything that comes along with it. But before we do all that, let's jump into today's devotional. I'm going to be reading the scripture and then Tori's going to read the Devo. The scripture is 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And the devotional is titled, You Are Made to Glorify God. We live in a self-glorifying culture. The path to happiness seems paved with self-worship and self-promotion. We see celebrities, athletes, and even influencers get rewarded for their self-exaltation while the rest of us try to follow suit or wonder why we're not quite good enough. This lifestyle might sparkle and shine, but eventually the glitter wears off. The likes stop coming. Someone else shinier comes along. Thankfully, we have been made for so much more than a life that's all about us. Our true purpose is popularly summarized in the Westminster Shorter Catechism, which says our chief end or purpose is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. As God's image bearers, we have been made to glorify God with our lives, to enjoy His goodness, and to make Him known. We can't add to or take away from God's glory, but we can honor, praise, and worship Him through our thoughts, actions, and relationships. When we live in a way that shines the spotlight on God rather than ourselves, we are the most alive and happy. We have purpose and joy. When we turn away from self-focus and fix our eyes above, we live in gratitude to God who is the giver of every good and perfect gift. We humbly acknowledge that apart from God, we are nothing. We begin to really shine as we relax into the destiny God has for us, to be loved by Christ, to bring Him glory, and to love others well. You have been made to glorify God. And as you do, you will find true purpose and peace. The reflection says, how can you glorify God through the gifts and passions he has given you? Yeah, this almost seems like it's too perfect of timing because I was just in Boca yesterday recording Promptus podcasts. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the topics we talked about. Really? Well, it wasn't like specifically about glory, Mm -hmm. but that got brought up. Yeah. And we were just kind of all like, like just digesting different thoughts and processing things on Mm -hmm. the podcast. And one of the things that we came to a conclusion is that God has given us everything, but his glory, right? He's given us everything. 
He allows us to work. Mm -hmm. He allows us to procreate. He allows Mm -hmm. us to create things. Yeah. But it's all for his glory and not our own. Right. And I think there's a reason to that because, of course, if you were to like take glory and translate it back, it'll translate to weightiness, like heaviness. Mm -hmm. And I noticed the way this whole topic came up was that I've just felt so heavy lately. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I'm putting too much focus on me. Mm. I'm putting too much weight on my shoulders. I'm yeah. putting too much glory on my shoulders. Mm. You see how that kind of went? Yeah. And we were just kind of talking about it, like, wow, whenever we are doing things for the glory of God, mm-hmm. we strive and we work hard and we do all these things, but the weight is put on him. Mm-hmm. The glory is put on him. The weightiness right. is on him. Right. And it's it doesn't good. fall on my shoulders. And mm-hmm. so it's a way for me to continue to, to work towards something but it's all glory to him. And it was like this deep thought that we were all having together as we were mm-hmm. like, wow, like we want to use, it's just like what this reflection says. Yeah. How can you glorify God through the gifts and passions he's given you? Right. Well, what happens is, is I think we all have the best intentions to do that until we get a little taste of the glory mm-hmm. until we get, until we get a little taste of the applause or the right. likes or the mm-hmm. shininess. Yeah. And then we slowly but surely start to take some of that glory for ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, you remember that sermon to Pastor Josh? Yeah. It'll make you sick. Yeah, that's so good. I was actually thinking about Josh's sermon as you were saying that and how it's true. I feel like the more glory we take on here on earth, the sicker we get or the more worried we get or the more bogged down we get. And it's funny that when the devotional said the more we live in a way that will shine the spotlight on God rather than ourselves, the more alive and happy we become, like the more purpose-driven we feel, the more joy we have. And I think it's funny because I don't think that God is a God that withholds from his children. I think he has the best in mind always. always. Mm -hmm. And so I think that people get caught up in being like, well, maybe I do want some glory. Why is God holding all of that for himself? Like I want some glory too. But the Lord knows what's good for us. And he knows that us taking any glory from ourselves is actually going to rob us Mm -hmm. of true joy, rob us of true fulfillment, because we can only find that in him. Yeah, I've even heard it said that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Mm -hmm. And I just love to break that down like slowly, because sometimes it really helps whenever we break things down like really slow and just articulate the words. And then it's that God right? Like our God Mm -hmm. is most glorified. So God is glorified in us when we are most satisfied. So so we're satisfied. We're content. Mm -hmm. We're happy. We're joyful. We're all those things. Right. God is most glorified when we are most satisfied in what? Mm -hmm. In him. Right. And so when we break that down slowly, it's like, what does that say? Wow. I will experience full contentment and satisfaction only in God and in that moment, God will be most glorified so in me. Yeah, I love that. You ready to break down this family planner a little mm-hmm. bit? Let's do it. I think I'm going to be the one filming the video tomorrow because I kind of I picked it up from my from my mastermind group in Colorado. Yeah. But I I would love to hear your thoughts on it because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'll I'll do the video tomorrow. Yeah. And so, what are your thoughts on the whole family plan calendar? I I've loved it so far. Is it are are we a month in? We done it for four weeks now. 
We've done it for four weeks. We started in September, yeah. but you know, we, we were traveling a bit and it's sometimes yeah. hard to implement new things that, that quickly. Yeah. So Chad came home from this mastermind group and we've always kind of talked about having like a family meeting, but sometimes it's just been hard because our mm-hmm. life has been so crazy, but we have like made it a point to have weekly check-ins and something that <clears throat> I've personally really loved about doing this is not only can we get on the same page, but there's also other components to it than just our to-do list for work. Um, and so I feel like with most planners and times that we've like sat down to like schedule out our week or whatever, we just load our schedule with a bunch of like to-dos that we have to do, which kind of just leaves us stressed out and overworked. But what I love about this planner in particular is it actually like makes you write down how you're going to refresh this week, how you're going to reset this week. Mm-hmm. What's your like meal plan for the week? What do you need to do for your grocery shopping? And do you have any extra fun projects you want to do? And what's your word for the week? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's even been big for us because I've always done like a word of the year. Um, but I haven't really thought about like having a word for the week that I can like reflect back on throughout the week and mm-hmm. be like, okay, Lord, like I want to see evidence of this word being, you know, in place this week. I think what's special for me with the word of the week is that it also gives you like a bird's eye view of what your week's going to look like too. Mm -hmm. Like not everything needs to be ultra spiritual. Yeah. It can be really practical too, where Mm -hmm. Tori and I's word for this week is temperament Yeah, because we have, we've had the craziest week, Mm -hmm. like the most busy week ever. It's been a lot. And it's been a lot, but it's been a a, a cool lot too. Yeah, Highs and lows. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of highs and lows. And so, it was nice for us to kind of like, as we were planning out our week to say, oh, wow, like this is a week. Mm-hmm. What's our word of the week? Yeah. Temperament. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we can actually choose a word, whether it's one that was like prompted upon our heart or mm-hmm. one that we just thought was important to practice this week. And yeah. it makes things really approachable. And I do want to encourage you that even if you're not uh, married with children or anything, mm-hmm. you can still practice this type of plan. And Absolutely. I actually really recommend it. Yeah, Because I think the big thing here, and I don't want to get too deep when I say this because I know it's Saturday and y'all just trying to enjoy your day. (laughs) But if you don't plan your time, the world will plan it for you. That's true. And have you looked at the news? Yeah. (laughs) Have you looked at the state of this world? Do you want the world planning your life? Do you want the world spending your money? Mm -hmm. Do you want the world deciding decisions for you? Mm -hmm. Do you do truly like, think about it. Do you want that? Nope. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to get too deep, but like if you don't plan it, someone else will. Yeah. And so you need to take control and you don't need to be dating or married with children and all this stuff in order to like plan your life out and create healthy boundaries and decisions. But doing this type of thing, I believe will make a huge difference in your life. And I definitely recommend trying it yeah. um, even in singleness. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you are more of like an electronic planner or a pen to paper planner because mm-hmm. Chad loves like keeping most of his stuff on the phone. Um, and so we actually kind of do a little bit of both where we get it all out on paper, but then we also transfer a little bit to our phone as well. Mm-hmm. So if we're out and about during the day, we can kind of check things off the list or like have a bird's eye view of like kind of what's going on because our planner is massive. It's massive. Um, and so it's so helpful to look at um, and like check back every day. But when we're out and about, it's also nice to kind of have it somewhere else too. So yeah. we and, double down. Yeah. And the main 
point of the planner is this, is that obviously if you try to plan out your entire year in one day, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work. No. Because you don't know what you're doing a year from now. Too many variables. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing 10 months from now. You don't know what you're doing six months from now. I don't know what I'm doing like next week. Yeah. Yet. Until we plan. Right. (laughs) And so basically the, the best amount of time, and this is what I believe, the best amount of time frame that there is for you to uh, structure your life, plan for it, to create new habits and mm-hmm. give things time to take root is a yeah. week. Yeah, 30 days is a little too long where mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going to happen inside that 30 days. Mm-hmm. Three days is a little too short. You don't have time for things to take root and to begin to practice these things, the things that you're trying to change. Mm-hmm. And so a week is a really healthy time frame for you to develop rhythms mm-hmm. in your life yeah because this week could be very different than the next week but yeah. we all tend to know what our week is going to look like of yeah. course we do have interruptions and and some weeks are very different than others mm-hmm. but it's a great chance for you to say hey this week is really crazy for me and so i'm going to uh, go ahead and meal prep on a monday because right. i know i'm not gonna have time to cook and you can really yeah. take like a really good strategy and it's really good to to take this stuff seriously because when you do, mm-hmm. you feel so in control. And that, of course, I'm not like juxtaposing that from, you know, taking control from God. Mm-hmm. But I think you're stewarding your time yeah. so much better with purpose. Because yeah. like I said earlier, if, if you're not planning your time, someone else will. Yeah. Or you're just reacting to whatever's mm-hmm. happening. And it's good, like that scripture that we just read in the devotional, 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. 10, 31. Yeah. Whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah, that's you know? good. I mean, it reminds me of the podcast that we did with Jordan and Milena and Jordan saying, you know, we talk about stewardship a lot and we think about it in terms of like monetary, you mm-hmm. know, stewardship, but we are called to steward our time well. And for me, I was never really, well, I was a planner maybe in college, but it was because I had a million classes and I literally had no other choice. Um, But I feel like I kind of lost that. And then it is crazy to look back on honestly how much time I wasted in those years where I didn't plan things out. And I wasn't like, like really like even sitting down and taking time to dream or like pray over my planner or pray over my schedule. Um, because we always want to leave room for God interruptions too. And we want to leave room for like things that refresh our soul. And I think that in today's day and age, you can just spend three hours scrolling on social media and have no idea where that three hours went. But if we have a plan in place or we have alerts on our phone that reminds us, Oh, you've been scrolling for 30 minutes. Like, Hey, what you doing? You know, like little practical things so that we can steward our time better for the glory of God. It's just Mm -hmm. smart decision. And even taking a step further, let me just say here, Tori has no idea what I'm going to ask her. I'm just going to do this live. Okay. How do you feel between six and 7 AM? How is your productivity? How's your alertness? How's your feeling? If I'm going on a workout? No, just, just you wake, you woke up at six, between six and seven. How are you feeling? Well, honestly, I'm kind of a morning person. It takes Mm -hmm. me a second, but if I wake up and I go work out, then I'm really productive in the morning. Okay. So would you say that you're at your optimum ability between six and 7 AM? Nope. Not till like nine. And then from nine until when would you say that you're operating that you're like best ability? From like nine to 12 is probably like Tori's prime. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. good time frame too. 
And uh, there's a book that was recommended to us from the mastermind group that mm-hmm. Gabe's currently reading. Yeah. It's called, um, gosh, if I can think of it, I'll put it in the description of this podcast. It's called, uh, oh, that's going to bother me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Gabe already started reading it, but basically the guy, the author is talking about how you have like three different like windows, windows of productivity. Mm. You have your green zone. And then you just have like two other zones. I don't know what the colors are. I haven't began reading the book, but essentially your green zone is when you're in your optimum ability at that moment. And you're, you're like, you're producing your best work, your most creative work. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're locked in. And what the book is finding is that people tend to do the least creative work and the least important work during their green zone or could just be scrolling on Instagram or Mm -hmm. scrolling through TikTok. Yeah. And so then when you start to pick up more productive or or creative work, you're doing it in either one of the other colors, which I'm I'm assuming is like yellow or Mm -hmm. red. Yeah. And you don't, you're not able to produce as much during that time. Yeah. And so the more you learn about yourself and where your zones are, you can, you know, really pick your times that work best for you. And Another kind of highlight that piggybacks off of that from our family planner is that Tori and I actually do like an emotional check-in mm-hmm. and you can totally check in with like a friend or a family member or yourself and we just ask each other different questions each week. Yeah. And I could just give you an example of one of those, which is like, I would ask Tori, you know, um, what do you want to change or what happened last week that you don't want to happen this week? Mm-hmm. Right. Or, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of different questions that you kind of ask that will help you pivot and change things for this new weekly rhythm for the mm-hmm. week coming. Yeah. And those kind of emotional check-ins help a lot because it does help you get to the root of like, Oh wow. Oh, I didn't really like that at all. I want to mm-hmm. fix that. Yeah. I loved it. Well, I think, I think that's really it for now. Mm -hmm. Obviously it'd be great to be able to show you all it and like walk through it with you. And I'm sure Tor and I will mention some of our word of the weeks in the future. Yeah. Um, that way we can like continue to show you guys how it's impacting us Yeah. and hopefully it'll impact you. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I'm going to go and pray us on out and then we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Lord, thank you for reminding us that glory is not meant for us. Thank you for that humbling truth that even though there are times we desire it, There are times we want to lift ourselves up. We want to exalt ourselves. We want to defend ourselves. We want justice. We want righteousness thrust upon us, God. We want all these things because we're we're just focused on us, God. But we know the best way to shift away from us is to look to you, God. Not to look at just the world and what's happening, but to look to you and to to push glory towards you, Lord. I just pray that you'll help us continue to do that with everything we do, God. Whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, let us do it for your glory, God. Will you convict us of the areas that we're not giving you glory? Would you just say, hey, Chad, I'm not liking that you're taking glory from me here. And honestly, that's going to make you sick. It's going to take you down a dark path. It's going to make you want more. It's going to make you prideful. It's going to make you think less of others. Would you open uh, that up? Would you open that window up for all of us to see and and ourselves and what areas where we're not Um, you know, being a conduit of glory towards you, God, would you help us to see where we're building our own kingdom and not your kingdom, Lord? Thank you for that, Lord. We, um, Tor and I are going to open up the floor for our audience to continue in prayer and we're going to be praying with them.
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, you are God's masterpiece. And also don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.